Welcome to the Catholic Influencers Podcast. We're so blessed, pleased, joyful, triumphant, full of grace. So happy to see you, to speak to you, to love you, and to open the Word of God for you. How are you doing, Georgia? I'm good. I'm feeling good today. It's a really beautiful day. So done my exercise this morning, had prayer, and just yep, trying to be positive. <laughs> there you go. I woke up really early this morning to do some exercise, but... Um, I didn't end up doing it because I got one email, then another email, then another email, and I ended up working like oh, no. from early this morning, and I have not stopped. It's now evening for us, and I haven't stopped. But I'm grateful. I'm I'm not complaining. It's just I need to exercise tonight. <laughs> Next time, you just got to put your runners on straight away and go. That's I it. usually do. That's what I do. I usually get up, yeah. walk the dog, which I've walked maybe four or five kilometers today. Yeah. But I usually, and then after I take the dog for a walk, I feed the dog and then I go for a three kilometer run. And then I do some weights. But I, I skipped that part. But I, I walked. I'm grateful. I'm not complaining. And Look, what, what exercise have you been doing? I've been doing, well, I've been doing the boxing training and the uh, fitness training. And it's Ooh. with a trainer. So we do, it's sort of like F45 a little bit. It's basically, um, different stations so you box but then you might do push-ups or squats or so this is I'm in week eight now and I'm feeling much better so it's good that's amazing eight weeks of fitness it's how good. good is that it is I've got so, to go though but yes always always and when you think you've reached where you need to be then you obviously um that you you once you reach a certain level you start to realize man how much further i have to go much further and that's our life a spiritual life as well if you think you've achieved it you achieve goals but you never achieve perfection and that's what we aim for yes we aim for for the perfection which jesus gives us and which he talks about in today's scripture Good matthew segue. <laughs> and segue <laughs> And so maybe we'll go straight into the scripture verse. Um, it's a bit of a, a double story here, um, mm -hmm. a double parable. Pay attention to this, what God wants to say to speak to you. God is speaking, even as George is proclaiming the gospel, he's going to speak to your heart. So mm -hmm. listen, listen with, with the eyes, with the ears of your heart. Beautiful. Jesus spoke to them again in parables, saying, The kingdom of heaven is like a king who prepared a wedding banquet for his son. He sent his servants to those who had been invited to the banquet to tell them to come, but they refused to come. Then he sent some more servants and said, Tell those who have been invited that I have prepared my dinner. My oxen and fattened cattle have been butchered and everything is ready. Come to the wedding banquet. But they paid no attention and went off one to his field, another to his business. The rest seized his servants, mistreated them, and killed them. The king was enraged. He sent his army and destroyed those murderers and burnt their city. Then he said to his servants, The wedding banquet is ready, but those I invited did not deserve to come. So go to the street corners and invite to the banquet anyone you find. So the servants went out into the streets and gathered all the people they could find, the bad as well as the good, and the wedding hall was filled with guests. But when the king came in to see the guests, he noticed a man there who was not wearing wedding clothes. He asked, how did you get in here without wedding clothes, friend? The man was speechless. Then the king told the attendants, tie him hand and foot and throw him outside into the darkness where there will be weeping and gashing of teeth. For many are invited, but few are chosen. Amen. Mm. Ooh. 
That's beautiful and well read. Well read. This was taken from Matthew 22 verses 1 to 14. Again, it's a parable, a continuation of the parable. Jesus is talking through the parables. But you know what's amazing? Mm-hmm. A lot of the parables that Jesus proclaims, he actually didn't come up with. And this okay. is one, yeah. two of the stories that actually Jesus didn't invent these stories. These were already pre-existing rabbinic stories. Mm-hmm. You remember we used the word rabbinic? Yes. Rabbin- <laughs> <laughs> what is it? <laughs> rabbinic law. Rabbinic law. Yeah, there you go. A couple of podcasts ago. <laughs> Didn't get it right. But you get, now, now you're an expert <laughs> in rabbinic in law. <laughs> I'm doing a whole so podcast the, just on that. No. Yeah, so this was rabbinic teaching. Yes. So actually, um, Jesus was taking what the rabbis were already saying, but applying them to his particular context. But it's also interesting as well, we'll talk about one particular verse in this, um, particularly the, there are two parables here. In the, fir- in the first parable, mm-hmm. there's a very strange, strange, strange verse. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about that. But um, And it's about the kingdom of heaven as well. Again, following on from your podcast with Alyssa last week, about the kingdom of heaven. To know that's Jesus. right. To know Jesus. And this is what Jesus' urgency at this point is taking. Is he's trying to show his apostles. He's trying to show the Jews, telling them, listen, I'm heading to the cross. This is your last chance. Come to the gospel. Believe in the fulfillment of your Jewish belief. Mm-hmm. But he's saying, okay, fantastic. You are the chosen people. But it doesn't mean that you're going to stay as the chosen people. Because, hey, people, I'm going to call people off the streets. I'm going to call people mm. from the highways and the byways Good, if you don't bad. listen. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And the beautiful and the ugly. <laughs> everyone. <laughs> the everyone is going to... That's That's right. So this is, <laughs> Jesus is calling um, these, these people. But let, let's take this story. The story, yeah. the first one, is a wedding. Okay? So... Mm-hmm. As I said, it was normal Jewish custom for these things to happen in the story that mm-hmm. the, a wedding banquet would be prepared and he, by the, the king the, for his son. So, yes, yeah. and this would be an extravagant uh, wedding, and even mm-hmm. if it was by not only for the king, even a rich family would prepare this banquet. Mm-hmm. And as they prepared this banquet, they'd send out invitations, but there was no date and no time. Yes. It okay. was sort of, I'm going to have a banquet. Be ready when I open the doors. Come wow. in, come and feast, come and eat. <laughs> and so this is what he would do is the, they would send out the servants and the servants would go and call the people who were already invited to come and enjoy the banquet with him. Mm-hmm. But this is a story of what happened. So Jesus is recounting what was already normal practice in, normal in Jewish times. Yep. Yes. But the story has a twist here. Mm-hmm. Because they goes out to invite the people, and what happens? And they they get too busy. They choose business. Yeah. They deny it. They don't accept it. Yeah. So Basically. they 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 come. They they refuse to accept the foods on the table. The chicken's warm. The the <laughs> beef is on the table. Everything's ready, cooked, and you're refusing now to come after all this work that I put in. And so, what does the King say. I, just quickly, I need to say, I would never say no to that banquet myself. <laughs> no, would I. I'm, I'm getting hungry just thinking about it. Can you imagine how extravagant they were, these feasts? I don't think I we r- realize. It's amazing. And that's the thing. And so the king's like, well, fine, if, you know, they're not coming, so you've got to go find other people. 
Yes, someone's got to eat this food. Yeah, we've got food. We're not going to throw it away. person a chance to be grateful for this. <laughs> yes. Basically. And so anyone on the street, anyone who's ready to eat this, get them. Mm-hmm. They need to eat this, this food. Now, mm-hmm. th- there are two sort of meanings here. He's, parts, he's, yeah. talking, he's talking about the Jews. Mm-hmm. He's saying, hey, they, you are the chosen people, the, the, the people who are, were the, chosen by God. Mm-hmm. But the Messiah has come and prepared this banquet of truth, this banquet of joy, this banquet of abundance of life, of healing. Mm-hmm. And you're refusing him to the point where actually you're about to kill him. Mm. And so he's saying, hey, okay, okay, you're not going to accept this, then what? I'm going to get the Gentiles. I'm going to get the people who don't expect the kingdom of, of heaven. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to bring them in. I'm going to mm-hmm. bring them in. I, it's just, thank God for that. Georgia, like you and I in particular, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm a Gentile in a sense. Mm-hmm. I'm not a Jew. If it wasn't for this mm-hmm. abundance of grace of God, yeah. I wouldn't be in relationship with Jesus. Yeah, so same. this is so good that God <laughs> mm-hmm. is also not limited to a certain people, a certain race. But this is what he's saying. It's People, the banquet's for everyone. God invites. There's a place for everyone with God. And he's sending out. It's like he's sending out his prophets. Like, you know, that's the meaning of sending out his prophets to tell people about God. Come and you're invited to, to you know, have a relationship with Jesus. And when some yes. people don't listen, okay, well, keep, keep telling people, <laughs> you know. Yes. Yeah. I'll take anyone, anything. Yeah. <laughs> and, but there's a, there's a twist in this story. I think it's verse, verse 7, 22 uh-huh. verse 7. And he says that he's, whoever mm. is sort of going to refuse, I'm going to burn them. I'm going to mm-hmm. destroy them. But Just it's interesting. It, in all probability, scholars say this, and mm. it's, it is probable that this wouldn't have come out of the mouth of Jesus then. Mm-hmm. You see, uh, let's see, let me test you on, on previous facts oh, that no, we found out. Test. I just got the other <laughs> one right. <laughs> I think you'll get this one right. When was the book of Matthew written? Around? Oh, no. I'm AD. Get a- okay, tell me. Is it between AD 1 and AD 10? Or AD 10 and AD 50? Or AD 50 to AD 100? Oh, AD 1 and AD 10? Wrong. 50. 50. 50 to 100? It's actually written in AD 90, AD 80, AD 90, to be specific. I've been so busy studying the actual (laughs) scripture. I'm like, I don't care when it was written, as long as I know what I have to say on this. As long as I understand it before I do the podcast. I didn't know when. I didn't want details, but I should know details. So this was written AD 80, AD 90, but something happened 10 years before that, AD 70. What do you think happened? Did anything? There was the... (laughs) That's not fair. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> there was the, the sack of Jerusalem, oh, where yes. Jerusalem was, was destroyed yes. and was destroyed. everything w- and burned down. And, and it was the most disastrous event that people couldn't imagine. The whole temple, the Holy of Holies, was sacked and burnt. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine the devastation of the Jews? The most, where, the, where God was, God was for, in their eyes, there, burnt and, and destroyed. Mm-hmm. Sort of a similarity between what happened to the apostles and Jesus, but yeah, because and so of, it was because of their rebellion. Because of their rebellion, because they kept rebelling against mm-hmm. the, the Roman people, mm-hmm. because they kept being proud. They tried, but this is 
probably the verse that Matthew brought in later, saying, mm -hmm. hey, because you refuse the banquet, mm -hmm. this is going to happen. And historically, this is what happened. This yes. is what happened. That because of the... If they converted, if they went to the, the meal, if mm -hmm. they converted to Christianity, mm -hmm. and they decided to follow Jesus, mm -hmm. then they would have been people acting out of humility, mm -hmm. out of love, There'd be a forgiving people, a sacrificing people. Mm -hmm. And there wouldn't have been that rebellion historically. Mm -hmm. And they would have saved the temple. And so this is what they're saying, that Jesus is the way, the truth, the life. Follow Jesus. And you see, because you did not follow the true temple, mm -hmm. the earthly temple was taken away from you. Which is, which is absolutely disastrous. So, and he's saying here, yeah, it's a disaster. If you don't accept the temple, if you don't, the, the banquet, mm -hmm. then that's disastrous. And it's that whole thing of, you know, Jesus has these wonderful, um, these, you know, these plans laid out for us and, and gives us ch chances again. So there's more chances. So people didn't turn up, but all right, we'll give other people a chance to receive this this love and this joy and this relationship with Jesus. And it's, uh, that's really powerful in itself, isn't it? <laughs> Absolutely. Then there's a wider context in that mm. um, God invites us to this joyous feast. Mm -hmm. He invites us, invites us to a place of joy. And we can refuse, but we're going to miss out. We're going to mm -hmm. miss out of the joy and the peace. But the thing is, many people are invited, but few are chosen. Many are, are invited, but few actually come in to dine. Why? Because mm -hmm. very often we're deaf. Yeah, and that's how I looked at it, like the two parts of the first part is, you know, is inviting everyone. There's a place for everyone. There's not one person that Jesus doesn't care about. It doesn't matter exactly. like what you believe in at that point. It's like he's, he's stretched out his arms for every single person. But then there's also the people. The second part is of the parable is people that are already in the church that know God but might choose not to go that extra um, you know, not not choose a life of justice or honesty or trustworthiness is, and not to go that extra mile to say, oh, I know Jesus, but I'm kind of going to go half there. Yes. You know? It's and like, yeah. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So they, it's, it's yeah. about choosing Jesus, choosing Jesus fully and wholly and full, with a full, full generous heart. But the things that make us deaf, the things that stop mm. us from listening – Mm. Uh, very often, according to this parable, not bad things. You know, I don't not choose Jesus because I'm living an immoral life, necessarily. Mm. But the things that caused these people to refuse the invitation was, well, what are the excuses they give in the scripture that you just read? Had, had the, work to do? They had work to do. They had to deal with their estate. They had business to do, which are business. great things. Yeah. Good. They're like, yes. business is good. Yes. Uh, Tending to your yeah, estate. This is good. I've got work. I've got family. I've got, yeah, exactly. Family is good. All of that's good. All of that's yeah. good. But you see, the greatest enemy of mm -hmm. what is best for our life is very often. Good. What is good. That, that yeah. is good. The good like, is you know, the greatest enemy of Therese. best. Yeah, well, that's it. Like Mother Teresa, and when I watched her movie, actually, and the nuns were like, we don't have time to pray today. Like, hmm. we have, look at all the people we have to feed. And then she said, okay, we're praying two hours more yeah. what that was just saying we need God more than if we've got more to do because God's voice will lead us you know help us prioritize on the things that are most important first and you know yes. so it's just reminded me of that that unless we have that relationship with God that we can say I'm too busy and it is easy to do that 
And it's that yes, and, and oh, got to pray first. <laughs> and being busy, that's it, Georgia. Like being mm. busy makes us lose sight mm-hmm. of what is most important. And mm-hmm. a lot of people in this season have caught sight. Some haven't, and some have become even more frustrated. But yeah. even the, during this 2020, you know, a lot of people have caught vision of what is most important. Yes. Family, health. You know things that it's it's not work, it's not wealth, it's 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 faith, it's relationship with God, it's mm-hmm. it's relationship with others. That that is what is most important. Yeah, it's it's like everything's been stripped back. The most important thing is that you're healthy, you're not sick, you've got food, and you're checking in on your friends and family. And it's like kind of even though it's horrible, the pandemic and what's happened, and good always comes out of these bad things. And it's given everyone a time to check in on what's actually important. You know. Yes. Yeah. Without all the distractions. And then another truth coming out of this first part of the parable Mm -hmm. is that grace is undeserved. Mm -hmm. Can you imagine these Gentiles, like these people, these poor people or whatever, minding their own business, all of a sudden they're invited to the feast of the king. Mm. Like, are you serious? (laughs) I I I don't even know anything about this king. I don't even, some would say, I don't even like this king. And yet, and yet... Yeah. They're invited to this extravagant this extravagant place of, of, of grace. And this yeah. is what God does for us. Yeah. God, grace is undeserving. You know, we, deserve, we don't deserve God's grace, but God lavishes His grace over us, His feast over us. We just need to say yes. Just need to say yes to His invitation. The second part to this... And if we we get that joy. That's it. Yeah, absolutely. It's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a joyful thing, like... God fills us with the Holy Spirit with love and joy and replaces our worry and our busyness with peace, you know? And that's the yeah, that's good. the thing that he gives us this joy and he offers us for free, but we're thinking our business, our busyness is going to give us that joy. Mm. We just need to stop. But there's a second part mm. to this um, mm. parable. There's another parable. Can you tell us what that story is about? It's something got to do with vestments, with garments. Oh, uh, yeah, so... Um, in those days, people were given garments and uh, it was really like a symbol for our soul. So that's yes. what I picked up. So on. again, this is... What this do is you do with the garment? Do you scrunch it up? Do you look at... Do you keep it white? A white garment, do you keep it white? Do you scrunch it up? Do you throw it away? It's like how we hear the word of God and look after our souls. Exactly. Yeah. Right? So this is what this is what the, the story Jesus is saying is that yeah. that he's given us. Um, there's a story of this king that says that people have walked in with the wrong garments. It's not mm-hmm. that walked in with the wrong garments, but their garments are all torn, and they're, they're the garments mm-hmm. that the king has freely given them, but mm-hmm. it's there. It's not in the right state. The garments are not in the right condition. And mm-hmm. so this again is not Jesus' invention. This was an old rabbinic story, the story mm-hmm. that the king would give its subjects robes and some would wisely store it and, and look after it and tend to it and others would wear it to work and would, would not worry about the condition of it. Throw it on the floor, but, just whatever. Yes, but the rabbis were trying to give this message, not Jesus. The rabbi was mm-hmm. the message of the rabbis at that mm-hmm. time was mm-hmm. to tell people to look after your soul. God gives you a soul, keep it white, keep it pure, keep it holy. Mm-hmm. And so Jesus is taking this story, which the audience already knew, and he's saying, hey, okay. someone yes. actually made it into the kingdom, into the feast yes. with the torn garment. Okay, so what are we going to do here? And mm. the king, what does he do? He throws them out where there's weeping and out. gnashing of teeth. Yeah. Ouch. 
Yeah, so that's the thing, because <laughs> it says only few will be saved. Yes, um, every many are called, but only few are chosen. Few will yeah, be because saved. Everyone the narrow, gets the call, but the narrow go, the road to heaven is a narrow path. Or no, yeah. Yes, and so Jesus calls us. He gives us grace. He gives us grace and abundance. When we become Christians, when we follow Jesus, mm. we cannot go on living the life we lived before we met Jesus. We have to keep our garments pure. Mm-hmm. We need to keep our souls pure. And it's not a, it, God does call us to perfection, but He doesn't expect us to be perfect in as much mm-hmm. as He expects us to be to to surrender to, to the surrender perfect one. To surrender and repent and all right, God, I'm yes. you know I'm not doing the right thing, but you you've got me, you know, you, your grace has got me, and keep the whole way, your whole life, so that when you do get to heaven, He sees your heart and He sees what you've you know what you've tried to do and what you've done. Yes, and it is God who helps us. It's God who heals us. It's God who gives us holiness, and so this is what God expects of our garment of our soul that we live in humble patience, in love, in faith, and in reverence of Him. And it's about also wearing the right vestments for the right place. Uh, God deserves nothing but the best. Mm. Okay, yes, we can easily say, oh, I can do this, God will forgive me. But it's not about that, you see. God will forgive you, but Mm. it's about giving God what God deserves. And Mm. God deserves a life that is holy, a life that is worthy, a life that is, is fitting for the banquet into which we're invited. Yeah, and I read something somewhere that said, you know, we are talking about, this about with, I was talking about this with my mum and she was saying we're all called to God's kingdom but we have to give time to it you know yeah. um, he wants us to participate and prepare so that you know we're ready because you never know you have a wise mama yeah she's good <laughs> <laughs> she's, you never a, know, she's like, a good egg <laughs> yeah <laughs> she's good mate that was very she's awesome. good mate yeah, she's good <laughs> so you know it's yeah yeah it's, and what it's if we don't living answer? It's, yes, so we need to keep our ears open, not be distracted by our work, not the work for Jesus, but spend mm-hmm. time with Jesus. And this is why we need him, this is why we need to pray, because we cannot respond to God's call mm-hmm. without, without being ready and able to listen. We're going to go into our topic very soon. Yes, we are. But What's, first we've got some... Yes. Blessings, Father. We are, some blessing, and I will even give a dad joke another attempt. <laughs> so, um, some of so, you have asked. Uh, Georgia, take your, the blessing oh, yes. away. Oh, yeah. Some of you have sent through your blessings, and uh, we've chosen a couple that have been sent through. So, keep sending through your blessings. So, Louise sent this. Um, she's feeling particularly blessed by her children. Uh, their father died when they were seven and nine years old, and now they're in their 30s. She said she couldn't have raised them without Jesus by her side. Amen. Oh, it's a powerful one. Oh, praise God. Yeah. How amazing is that? Praise Do you have God. another blessing? Yeah, well, it's the, the two. So Louise said that about her family. And then Joyce's Joyce, if you're listening, hope you are. This is really simple. She said her family is her blessing. Amen. So they're hey, two beautiful blessings. Good, and we've got more. We'll read them out next week. <laughs> Yeah, we'll read them. Send us your blessings. Go to Catholic Influencers underscore. Mm-hmm. You can send us our podcast at frgministry.com. We'd love to hear how you are blessed and what God is doing in your life. Um, and we'll share these blessings also with people. Also, if you have some dad jokes that you'd like to share, appropriate yes. ones, we're more than happy. Here's one that was sent. Okay, 
So I, this sounds to me like it was sent from the United States because okay. it's used American language. Okay. Why, mm -hmm. here, see if you get this, Georgia. Why, okay. why was the coach yelling at the vending machine? I don't know. Because he wanted his quarterback. <laughs> I get it. The, quarter, <laughs> the coin, quarterback on the field. Is, <laughs> on the field, that's right. Very American. Okay. <laughs> That's all yes, right. I have one more, one more, because I think oh, we, we need to tactics. catch up with... Yeah, two, because we get sent a lot and I just want to... Okay. Why <laughs> do vampires seem sick? Oh, I don't know. Why? Because they're always coughing. <laughs> <laughs> like the coffin, the casket. Okay. <laughs> so I good one. actually like it. Thank you. Thank you for good sending one. these. Good one, <laughs> Good one, good one. <laughs> well, keep sending it. If you have better ones than that, we're happy to hear yes. them. Send this them week's in. topic. This week's topic, responding yes. to God's call. Is that the topic we have yes, this week? Responding to God's Woo! call, which ties in beautifully with the scripture. It's a very, very big topic. Yes. How I'll do we to respond to God's See call? <laughs> See you later. See you later. See you later, mate. <laughs> If anyone doesn't know, Father Rob always teases my accent. When we're in Panama together, yeah. he sang for the Pope. And I said, that was amazing, Father Rob. Amazing. Went, How do I say it? Amazing. Because <laughs> you go, amazing. Amazing. <laughs> amazing. I'm like, that's amazing, mate. <laughs> anyway. Very Aussie. About my terrible accent. I'll speak well. <laughs> Good. Okay. okay. So how, how do we respond yes. to God's call? Okay. Well, I mean... There's so many points to this that I had written down, but I think the main thing is it has to come from a place of love. So it has to be first the relationship with Jesus because, and I remember Father Vic Faroo just said this to me one day, like if someone tells you to do something, okay, and says, you know, whatever, you can't cross the road, you're little, and your parents say you can't cross the road, but they say angrily or sternly, and then you just think, oh, that's just a rule. But if your parent says, I don't want you to hurt yourself, you could get hurt, you know, whatever it is, it's, it, it comes out of love. And so responding to God's call for me, I'm rem I always remind myself that God loves me and he wants the best for me. So his call will always be joy And me. I, I, yeah. I love that, Georgia. Love like that's, it's just making me think. Mm. Like that's a really good example because, you see, when we understand, when we can understand why, mm. not necessarily fully why, when we can understand what heart the command is coming from, what heart the call is coming from, mm. we, can under, we can respond with greater joy. Yes. Because I know I, my mom, my dad is not telling me to do that because they want to take away my fun, mm. but they're doing that because I know their heart and I know they want what is best for me. And I know that they're saying this is going to actually make me live a fuller life, a more joyful life. Yes. And that's the way God works for us. Eh? But it's so impossible without prayer, without, yeah, without spending time in the sacraments. Mm -hmm. Yes. And so we need to listen to the voice of God. We need to spend time with God, understanding the heart of God. We cannot do it without knowing his heart, knowing, spending time getting to know mm -hmm. that he loves us. Yeah. Prayer and scripture and community, like we said you know, a couple of weeks ago, when, you know, whether you're praying with people online or praying with family or having people around you that have a faith, which sometimes is not easy to find or is easy if everyone's got different circumstance, but it all helps us live the call of God, you know? Um, yes. All of it. 
And the, God calls each of us, the, so there are different calls in our lives, okay? For mm. example, this is the, the major call, the one that God calls us into relationship with him, mm-hmm. each and every mm-hmm. one of us, all the same, everyone is called into that. Mm-hmm. And uh, in that relationship, we are then called to become saints, to mm-hmm. become holy, to become like Jesus, his son, Jesus. Mm-hmm. But then there's a particular call, which we call a vocation, vocation. vocare. I knew you were going to say that. Yeah. <laughs> Not vocation. There you go. Vocation. Yeah. <laughs> but vocare means to call. It's what God is calling you to in a particular ministry. Mm. For example, let's talk about, let's list some vocations. Priest. Like, priest. You should think about that, Father Rav Nagy. I should. I'll discern it. <laughs> um, becoming a nun, uh, being a lay person religious. in the church, religious, yeah. Um, Consecrated lay person. Mm-hmm. There's one important one who you've missed Mother out. Mother and father and. F- is that what you mean? M- marriage. Marriage, yes. <laughs> yes, sorry. That's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's so, so important. That's a vocation. It you're is. called, yeah, to, and uh, being a parent, that's a call. Yes, mm-hmm. absolutely. So these are vocations that we call. Now, we're not talking about um, ministerial vocations. So, for example, I'm a priest and I'm called to work within this organization, FRG Ministry, mm-hmm. or you're a priest and you're called to work within a parish, or you're yes. a married person and you're called to be a nurse or a teacher and so on and yes. so forth. That's a vocation within a vocation. Yes. <laughs> Makes sense? Yes, 100%. So there are many layers, like an onion, like the ogre. What, did you ever watch Shrek? Yes, I did. It's like an onion. Layers. We have many layers. It is. And I, I remember when I was like, you know, when, when I first became a Christian, or first became a Christian, I was like, okay, I just want to focus on um, my relationship with God and also um, what I wanted to do. So I wanted to do music and I knew that. But then as time went on, I thought to myself, I have to do something really radical for God. And I was going to, I thought I might become a nun. And I discerned that at World Youth Day over in uh, Italy. And I, I, you know, being around the relics of St. Clair and all those things, so amazing. But as time went on, I felt called to being a layperson in the church that is um, a teacher. And for seven years I did that. And I just looked at the way that God led me. It, this, this is a really short little thing, but how God leads you through that. As you say, the big call is knowing that God loves you in relationship. But then within yes. that, what's my vocation? And within that vocation, what am I doing? You know, there's, there's a lot to discern. Exactly it's a right. journey. <clears throat> yeah. That's a, that's a, exactly. So this is where we need to discover. But how do we discover what God's will is for our lives? I think there are certain things that we can do. Is one, first of all, so important to pray, speak to God about it, see what he says about it, listen to the voice of God. If you have a desire for a certain thing or even a desire, but also with a fear, for example, to become a priest of married life, surround yourself with other people who are in the same vocation you know for example uh, is 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 a religious like you want to be or is a married yes. person like you want to one day be um, or is a, a, a priest like you might one day want to be as well you know so surround yourself with people like that that's role models but also there's a thing called spiritual direction spiritual direction tell us a little bit about that I had a lot of that. My Father Vic Ferrugia was my spiritual director for like seven years, and I was when I was discerning my vocation, and he helped me a lot. And he'd pray with me, and then he'd say, you know, I get senses. He he had a sense for me that I he thought I was to be sort of in in the world, but not of the world as a teacher. 
So, you know, teaching, mm. I was teaching at Catholic schools, youth justice centre. So for me, that was my spiritual direction of what led me. Um, how would you explain spiritual direction? Yes, that's exactly right. So it's, it's someone who has a relationship with God as well, who can discern with you, someone who can guide you. I always mm -hmm. like the story of Eli, you know, of Eli and Samuel. And mm -hmm. Samuel was hearing the voice of God. But as they were hearing the voice of God, um, he didn't recognize the voice of God. And so Eli said, stop and say, here I am, Lord, I'm ready to do your will. So there was someone who was more spiritually mature than he was to guide him, mm -hmm. to point him to Jesus. It's not that he became the mouthpiece of God for Samuel, but he taught mm -hmm. him how to recognize the voice of God. And so that's what a spiritual director does. And so it's so important for you to do that. Spend time before the Blessed Sacrament. There's nothing more powerful than that. Before Jesus, you know, the Eucharist. Spend time before Jesus. I know we cannot right now, many of us, because of the pandemic, but make sure you're spending time with Jesus, with the Holy Spirit, and getting as close to the Eucharist as you can. God has a plan for your life. Jeremiah 29, 11, that he has a plan to prosper us, not to harm us, to give us hope and a future. Mm -hmm. He loves us and he wants, he wants us ultimately to live in joy in heaven, to make it to the ultimate banquet in heaven. Yeah, and you hear those I, I wonderful wait. stories of people that, you know, they felt the calling to be a priest and then they say, you know, they're so happy in that vocation or when you visit the sisters in, when I visit the Mother Teresa sisters in Fitzroy, they're so happy, but then you meet a married couple that's serving in the church. So really, as you're saying, it's just about discerning what God has the plan for you. Yes. And you if know. you are in God's plan, and it's the same, the good mm. is the greatest enemy of what is best. I know I would have been a good married man, mm -hmm. a, a good father. I know yes. I would have been a good yes. architect. And But I don't want good. I want what is best. And I am happiest in what is best. And this happens level. to be, in my case, to be the, um, a priesthood. So yes. it's yeah about choosing. And God knows best. God knows. And so that's why we need to spend time listening to him through spiritual because direction, through prayer. The time that you can put into it. Yes. Okay, so we will conclude here, Georgia. How can people be in touch with us? What should they do? How can they yes. support this ministry? Okay, so um, inst go on Instagram, uh, follow FRG Ministry, uh, Catholic Influences underscore as yes. well on our Instagram. You can inbox us, say hello, write on posts, tell us your blessings, give us some dad jokes, say hi, give us feedback, anything you want. And if they want to support the ministry, they can go to donate at f um, donate.frgministry.com. And also, um, there's snail mail if you want, if that's your preference. Uh, that's um, the PO Box 96, Strathdale, Victoria, um, 3550, Australia. Australia, and they can, mate. <laughs> Australia, mate. And they can, um, yeah, write us a letter. Um, uh, we'll be more than happy to attempt to respond to you. And the FRG um, YouTube. And also, if I could say one quick thing, Father Rob, your new song that's out this week is so beautiful, 3 a.m. I've been listening to mm. it while I'm at the gym and and uh, so it's just awesome to hear that. So if you Praise go on your God. YouTube channel, you can hear your weekly mass <laughs> and your music. <laughs> that's right. So that those are good. FRG, <laughs> FRG uh, ministry produced stuff. And um, we have an amazing producer as well, Luke Badabry, who's produced it. So 
this exciting times and all for you to be able to minister to you. So if you want, again, if you want to support this ministry, we'll be able to produce things like this for you. Once again, please subscribe to this um, podcast um, on iTunes. Leave reviews, please. It helps us as well boost this podcast. We'd like to um, be able to reach more people to deep, dig deep into the Word of God. So that's it from us. Thank you. And we'll, you'll hear us again, see us again next week. Next week. God bless. God bless.